Hey guys, what's up? Today we're reviewing Haxon, which we have not seen as of right now. We're gonna watch it in a minute, but before that, how do you know about this damn movie, Matt? I remember, I think I remember seeing this online in some sort of shopping portal, mm-hmm. uh, seeing it on DVD and looking at it and being like extremely interested. You know, it's like some occult. Mm-hmm. You know, documentary from that's like silent. Yeah, you know, just being very interested in like seeing like the cover of it is like some demon or something. Mm-hmm. Just being like, what's that all about? So this movie's been on my radar for forever, and not too long ago they got it on Blu-ray. So true. That's what we got today. I did not know anything about this movie until I started researching. This might have been the first movie that I added to our list. This year. Really? I thought it looked like a good movie to review. Very different from Amityville movies. For better or for worse. For better or worse. Um, so it's been on my radar briefly, but it, it also sounds like everybody really kind of struggles to summarize it. Like I can tell like yeah. through the reviews that people are like, this yeah. is a uh, essay movie with actors. Uh Right. You know, and also it's just silent and it sounds really interesting. Like it sounds like they're playing with the the medium, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'm all for, especially back then. So, yay. Yeah. I'm always into movies. A lot of my favorite movies are ones that are hard to summarize. Mm-hmm. Like Big Lebowski, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like that's about a guy who gets his rug stolen. Yeah. And then and then and then. Mm-hmm. Same with like House or... Yeah. You know, anything else. But yeah, I'm hoping I like it. I'm I'm hoping it's not a boring disappointment. Yeah, I think, hopefully, what I'm hoping for, I guess, is what I should say, is that there's something to discuss, at least. I I don't know if this, I don't expect this to be my new favorite movie or anything, but, you know, I want to see, like, you know, some kind of interesting document of, of early film history and... Yeah, I, I I think at the very least it'll be interesting. Hopefully all we have to say isn't a bunch of complaints. Yes. Everybody, new listeners and old listeners, we can get voicemails. We can You can send voice messages through uh, Anchor, which is the service that we use. That's right. To uh, distribute this podcast. And yes. uh, <laughs> last episode we, we got a very, you know, out of the blue surprise from, um, believe it or not, former president Bill Clinton. Yeah, he's so, he says some nice things. A message, a little short message. I'm sure he's a busy guy, but uh, we appreciate that. And uh, believe it or not, we got another voicemail from a familiar voice. Really? So uh, before we get too far into things, I want to play this for you before I introduce the actual movie. Yeah. I'm looking. I haven't heard this yet. I, I'm, I'm looking forward. Yeah, uh, it's definitely. Uh, it's just crazy to think about some of the people that are actually out there listening to this show. But, yeah, without further ado, here's the message. Hey, guys, I've only got a couple minutes here, but 
I wanted to tell you, I think the work you're doing is very important. Wow. I love film history, and I'm a big fan of your show. I think you're doing very important things. I love you. Goodbye. Do my ears deceive me? No, that was fucking George Bush. W? Yeah. Or, oh, Well, wow. the other one's dead. That's right. I forgot. The Amityville curse uh, took him a couple years ago, I believe. I, yeah, very sadly. Um... But yeah, this is the w. good George Bush. I, I was, yeah, wow, what a how generous of him to leave. I a know, voicemail. I don't, I don't know if there's some kind of former president's guild of uh, podcast listeners, but maybe there's a group chat or something. We got Clinton Bill and Clinton. Bush. That's pretty fucking crazy. That's crazy. Who's next? I mean, you know what? Who who else will leave voicemails? <laughs> I don't know. There's no, I can't I don't know if we will get any more voicemails. We're lucky to get the ones we have next uh, I mean, now, but you know, two of them from former presidents, you know, very famous ones is uh Yeah, I mean. Uh, anyway, everybody keep sending us voicemails. You might get featured on the podcast. Um, yeah, any of our famous, you know, we've got a lot of listeners about 250k as or so on average. Mm -hmm. Um so anybody out there Leave a voicemail. Maybe some celebrities. Maybe maybe not so much celebrities. Maybe yeah. regular people. Ladies and gentlemen, Haxon. Haxon, Witchcraft Throughout the Ages, is a Swedish silent film that premiered on September 18, 1922. It was written and directed by Benjamin Christensen. The title in Swedish translates to The Witch. Like other silent films featured in this season, the director stars in the film as well. Christensen appears as the devil, Jesus Christ, and himself in Haxon. Many descriptions of Haxon struggle to place it in any genre. As an early film, Haxon was experimental in the way the material was approached. Informed by a 15th century book on hunting witches, Haxon was meant as a documentary with well-produced dramatization scenes. What resulted was something that hasn't been replicated. Part essay film, part horror film, Haxon is a product of the silent era, as it conforms to none of the filmmaking rules we associate with contemporary cinema. At the time of its production, Haxon was the most expensive film ever produced in any Scandinavian country. Filmed entirely in Denmark, Haxon was shot both indoors and at night, which was uncommon for films of this era. As a result of the emulsion of the film stock, the blue of many actors' eyes did not register, giving them a unique appearance. Originally, Haxon was intended to be the first film in a trilogy, however director Benjamin Christensen never made the sequels. After falling into the public domain, Haxon became widely available, albeit usually in poor quality. But the result was Haxon becoming one of the most prevalent silent horror films remembered by movie fans. Among its contemporary fans is the acclaimed horror and effects film director Guillermo del Toro, and unsurprisingly, Robert Eggers. With a place in 1001 Movies You Must See Before You Die and the Criterion Collection, Haxon enjoys an impressive status as a celebrated and respected piece of film history. Today, Haxon has 3.9 out of 5 on Letterboxd, 7.7 .7 out of 10 on IMDb, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 92% on Google. Converted to our Completely True Stories rating system, Haxon has an 8.5 average score. I would like to start a petition to get Swedish movies to stop calling us sluts. Yeah. At the end, that's it, very rude. Very disrespectful. I just watched the whole movie, right? Closing shot, slut. Very rude. Fuck you. Axon. Axon. What can I say? This was 
extremely educational, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's... um <laughs> Man. I mean, it's basically something that would be made for, like, National Geographic or, like, the History Channel today. You know, slightly different. I mean, it's just a documentary. It's just, like, it's it's different. It reminds me of those documentaries we'd watch about, like, Christopher Columbus or, like, yeah. you know, where they'd have, like, scenes. They'd cut to scenes of people, like, dressed up like Christopher Columbus. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. that's basically what it is. It's, it's just, just a documentary. a really long time yeah. ago. It, it. I mean, it's, like, sort of ahead of its time in terms of, like, how much, like focus and like art goes into mm-hmm. the yeah. execution of like reenactments and like illustrations of what they're talking about. Yeah. Um but it's just a documentary. For um, the most part. I mean, he's also like trying to like say something at the end which is like it's not quite landing, especially, you know, it's a little vague from a modern, you know, from knowing what we do, you know, yeah. incrementally more we know about like uh, mental illness and stuff like that. Yeah, just at the end, he's just like the hysteric. You know, it's like a woman stealing stuff. Yeah, she's like a kleptomaniac. And then a woman who sleepwalks and likes to light matches. He's just like, this is a hysterical woman. You know, just attributing <laughs> yeah. like any like mental illness as like she is hysterical. Which is now one of the highest compliments you can pay to uh, comedians. Yeah, you're hysterical. Yeah, being um, hysterical. But back then, yeah, it was just So maybe like, think about it next time before you say it. And then, you know, he's like showing clips of, he's like, these women are in the uh, mental asylum because they are hysterical. I think he's like sort of criticizing doctors. He is, but he's yeah. he's also just staying like he's generalizing. Yeah, like all you know, in, he's lumping in like whatever. Like you know, it sounds like schizophrenia and like autism. <laughs> you know, just to like yeah. you know nightmares, like anything from that. It's like that from a modern medical standpoint is hysteria. We figured out that these women are just hysterical, <laughs> not evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not actually witches. They're just hysterical. Yeah, um, which you know. Is still true to this day. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the critiques I heard about this movie, you know, which is a very uh, postmodern look at the movie, is that uh, they never, or I guess it's just modern maybe, but that uh, he only depicts women as being witches mm-hmm. when, like, they even they say in the movie that, like, men were also They have, like, a handful killed. of illustrations mm-hmm. that yeah. involve men. Like, this is a drawing of a wizard, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, he, do- he does focus particularly on on women. On hoes. On hoes, on witches, which I guess, you know, it's called the witch. Mm-hmm. So. So true. It's, it's very true in the end. It's weird. This goes just beyond being, like, a flat-out documentary, I guess, actually. Mm-hmm. Because he goes on like a little detour. It's almost like he's like, you know, it's like a research paper or something. You know, like, you know how when you're in school and it's like write about this, you know, but also be making an argument. So you write a paper about some subject and then at the end you have to like firmly take a stance yeah, on something. Yeah, give an opinion. Like that seems like what he did because out of nowhere he's like, and the same thing is happening today. But instead of the devil, it's a uh, a guy giving medical care to your daughter. Yeah, it's, it's like, like mm, it's a little rough. 
Yeah, not not quite a one to one. It does very much feel, you know, people calling it an essay film. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but he also does go on like a little detour where he like really focuses on like witch trials, mm-hmm. for, like an extended. It's like chapter like five or, or part five or six mm-hmm. or something, and he like really follows like this one instance of a witch trial in which this lady like gives up like the people that turned her in yeah. for witchcraft. It's just like a really sort of drawn out and it almost like takes on like a more narrative, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, sort of form for that. Yeah. The basket one. weaver lady. Yeah. And then they kind of drop it mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. Yeah. This, that's the end of part <laughs> to be continued right now. Yeah. I don't know how the movie was originally shown. I like wonder, if, yeah. If there were breaks, but it keeps telling, you know, to be continued. Beginning of chapter three. You know, it's yeah, like, you don't I, need to tell, I know it will be continued. Yeah. Just continue it. You don't need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have been funny if he didn't do that if people in the 1920s or whatever were like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get back down. I don't know. Yeah. Th- it's hard to like, criticize this too hard because it's not really meant it's it's meant to be entertaining to an extent like you know mm-hmm. I wouldn't say but it's like really not trying to be entertaining or like telling a story in the same way that another movie another movie might mm-hmm. you know and it's like it's just more than anything it's trying to be educational you know or like I give you information so, yeah. you know so it's like first of all it's like you already sort of it's easy to have already known about all this mm-hmm. these days it's yeah. like a very like well known Mm-hmm. Like witchcraft was just a bunch of fucking crazy assholes. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we have this movie to thank for, you know, to some extent. Perhaps, yeah, it might have helped. It, well, I mean, like, definitely, probably at least some people learned, mm-hmm. snowballed into a very common yeah, known thing today. I guess my point being that, like, you know, I'm not learning a ton. Right. You know, and I'm I'm not really entertained. Mm-hmm. by this but it's like it's also not trying to tell a story or you know it's like sort of trying to make a point at the end but it's just sort of trying to be a vehicle for information yeah and it's like you know can i i don't know if i can really even judge its effectiveness yeah because i already know i don't know it's 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 i don't know i i feel almost uncomfortable i don't know if i can judge its actual worth because it's not Mm-hmm. It's like it's just sort of like a, a little curiosity, like a little novelty almost. Yeah, like just a lot of interesting things about it. It seems mm-hmm. like it's regarded as like pretty special. Yeah, for its time and, and what it's trying to do. Writer and director plays the devil. Mm-hmm. Does a great job. Sticks out his tongue and makes really silly faces. The cool, the best part of the movie by far is like the Sabbath scene. Yeah. Where, like, there's all kind of crazy monsters. Super cool. And they've cool. got, like, a, a big devil guy who, like, opens up, and there's, like, a door, and then yeah. a bunch of demons run out of him, and there's, like, the, the skeleton, skeleton horse. Skeleton horse is really cool. The devil, I think, it, like, the, the one devil has tits in that part. Yeah, there's but, one like, devil that's got just titties on him. They say the devil several times, and then different like interpretations of it yeah it's like one of it's like a guy in like a paper mache costume with tits Mm. and then other times it's just the director like you know painted up with horns and stuff and he looks like jim carrey (laughs) doing a silly character it's cool though it's great he's got long nails he's like "Ah, yeah it's cool it's like it's cool imagery 
Yeah, it, and it, I it, see why like that part is like kind of part of the the silent horror lexicon. Yeah, it, it is like very genuinely. This looks pretty good in a lot of mm-hmm. spots. Pretty sharp restoration, but like uh, a lot of the imagery in this is like it, it's it's sort of hard to like sort of zero in and really appreciate it mm-hmm. sometimes, at least for me. Um, but th- there's some really cool shots some great compositions mm-hmm. throughout mostly satanic stuff cool little effects they have like one they show like the 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 devil's arms a few times that they've done a really good job with like giving him a big claw yeah like hand um looking like he just got his nails did they do some double exposures with witches flying on brooms big you know dollying shot of a mm. miniature yeah uh, of a of a town Cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. Uh, and pretty well done, considering how hard that shit was to do. Yeah. I think it then. looks nice. It's just, it's weird that um, now with the vantage point, it seems like even the director, because we watched the the introduction he did in like the 40s. Yeah, he's like just sort of talking about witches in the movie itself. But it it's weird that the movie itself is... Um, like looking back at it, seeing how movies evolved, you know what they turned into. It's just like you know showing narrative, you know, yeah, basically yeah. just plays kind of, yeah, more or less. But you know, it's it's weird looking at this, seeing how it's like you know it's almost like this is maybe a way it could go, yeah, you know, and it didn't. Yeah. But you know, it's like okay, well that you know it didn't necessarily fail. No, it just did what it. It but just it's wasn't like, the... you know, movies aren't like that anymore. You know, we have documentaries where, you know, it's mainly just like filming things that are like in the real world. Talking about Or them. like filming people talking about things that happen in the real world. But it's not this like blend of like, here is what people thought was the case. And we're going to go to great lengths to show you that. And explain it... that it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just really odd the way yeah. they went about it because it's like kind of a documentary. I mean, it is a documentary if you want to like boil it down to like its essence. Right. But like, that's not it, like re- really what it's setting out to do exactly. Yeah, it's not looking to sort of fall into that. It's just like here's the mo- it. It says it in the title. It's like, uh, uh, you know, uh, I forget exactly what it is, but it's like you know, uh, a, an explanation of witches with moving pictures. Yeah, you know, is probably a better way. But it's yeah, it, it's almost like an adaptation of. Like, an, a, like a medieval a book. Essay. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, a book about... It's like an adaptation of yeah. that with added commentary from the guy making it. Right, as if you had, like, annotated... And it's really weird seeing him talk about, like... He was like, the actress in this shot, you know, like, in the movie. Like, not a commentary, yeah. not a an after-the-fact thing. Like, in the movie you're watching, he's like, this actress that I used 20 minutes ago told me this. Yeah, you she know? was like, she really wanted to use the thumbscrew. Yeah. And then he makes, like, a little quip. He's like, I won't tell you what I got out yeah, of her. You know, it's like it's okay. just really interesting because like there's not much like it. Yeah, no, know, it, or, especially from that time. It's like so, mm-hmm. it's like uh, the way in which it talks directly to the audience, which wasn't too uncommon mm-hmm. for the time. Uh, but like, just the way in which it does it is is sort of. I can't say I've seen a whole lot 
Yeah, like I think that. I said in the intro, but it's it really is like something that only could have been made as it was in the silent era. Yeah, and have people be like, all right, yeah, okay, that was uh, another way to try it. Mm-hmm. You know, be all right with it. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, uh, do you want to get into completely true stories, or do you have any? I'd like to talk about the score. Oh yeah, yeah, the score. Go ahead. Uh, not great. <laughs> Like a lot of silent films. I'm mad that they didn't give us the option to choose a different one. I honestly, I almost would have rather just watched it without sound. Because the... It's it's all wrong. It's like totally... They said... They have like an explanation in the menu of the Mm -hmm. Criterion. Yeah, uh, there's a whole section that just says like score. But it doesn't tell you anything. Or like it doesn't give you any options. Like, you know, when you're on a DVD menu you have different options so that you can like choose from things, you know, choose what scene you're watching, choose what version of the movie you're watching, choose what audio track you're listening to. Mm-hmm. And for the score, it's like, you know, okay, there's score. I assume it's going to let me choose the score. Yeah. There's going to be at least two. And you click on it and it's just a little blurb about the score. Yeah. It's like, uh, a lot of movies are shown without a score. This score we found, uh, it was apparently found and reperformed. It was from it was like, Sheet music they found at some theater that they think maybe mm-hmm. might have been what it was sort of supposed to be shown with. But it's it's like totally like I wish somebody would have done a score for this. It needed like, like an eerie like soundscape to go along with the visuals. Like it needed something like very like, you know, low key and like, you know, just eerie. Yeah. And. I mean, because the, the tone is all fucked up by this. Yeah. It's like jolly, happy. It gives a sensation of something being just slapped on to yeah, the audio yeah. timeline. It's like, just like, okay. And it doesn't sync up at all with anything happening on the Not screen. Really? I can't think of a moment where there was like a sting. There's like, you know, you know, there's a part when some people pick up like horns, you know, those horns that people blow into. Yeah. And they did something in the golem where like a moment yeah. like that happened and they incorporated that into the score. Right. And you see that all the time. Yeah. It's not like a groundbreaking yeah. thing, but like, you know, every now and then have something visually line up with the sound so that, you know, you know, we're watching the right, you're, we're watching it with the right music. They're you know part what of I the mean? Same thing. It feels like just a, a total like dissonance. Mm-hmm. between these two things it's like you know like it's just it gets silly sometimes like the closing shot is the very very worst they it's a fucking like it's a pretty good image when you think about yeah. it like it's a pretty well composed and very like striking image yeah. of like these people on stakes being burned yeah like silhouetted in flames mm-hmm. and it's just like and it's like what the fuck is this like yeah it's one thing if you want to include this for like, can't we get Wudek on this? Yeah, we need Wu. I wanted Wudek. Where's so Wudek? It looks like Wudek is still with us and That's fairly what young. Counts. That's what counts. I, I hope he lives. He did a great job with the golem, and Lord help me, I wish he'd done this. I wish. I mean, I just wish somebody like would have given a shit and like you know something spent alternate. some time because this really doesn't. This really works against the movie, in my opinion. Like it. I agree. It's just like, it's like noise, you know, if it's not helping the movie, then it's just like noise. And it's just like, it, honestly, and it was so like the same up until like the very end mm-hmm. when they're like, yeah, they start playing like, Dun-na. I can't remember 
what that fucking arrangement is called, but yeah, you know, dun, 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 you know they start playing that. That's like slightly darker in tone, uh-huh. minor key, but everything's you know like. It almost reminded like me. I used to play movie. Wizard One Hundred and One as a kid, and it sounded <laughs> like some music that would just be playing while you were you know in Wizard Town. You right. know, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like kind of whimsical, like. You like yeah. just happy, idle music. It really doesn't feel like this is what was intended. Mm-hmm. It just feels like somebody, you know, you know, somebody just fucking threw music on this. Yeah. Um. Not that I'm, I'm sure somebody went through like some sort of effort to recreate it mm-hmm. after finding that music, but it just it does not help the movie in my opinion. It doesn't fit. I mean, I don't know how you can be playing that and looking at the visuals and being like, okay, there's a huge uh, discrepancy here. Yeah. There's a huge demon. On the screen. There's also This woman is but being like, tortured, you know. and they're threatening to kill her child uh, and to burn her at the stake. And we're just going to keep going. Like, I just, I already fucking hate music like that. Like, just, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I have, I can't appreciate it. I th- yeah, it's and, just like, I don't know. Very of its time. Yeah, I mean, it's similar to tons of other shit mm-hmm. you'll find in this era. It's just, but this is like, especially like, it just feels wrong. We went over it a lot in the um, Phantom Carriage mm-hmm. review because mm-hmm. it's the same problem. But, you know, if you guys didn't listen to that, my argument was that I think, you know, it's a huge opportunity for the movie to be benefited for somebody to go in and, like, you know, make a a properly fitted soundscape you know not just music but like you know with the way that the music sounds is how the movie sounds because there is absolutely no fucking sound like previously you know Mm -hmm. you're starting from scratch so like you know the best you can integrate the new music with the old footage like that's going to benefit both of them and make it a very good experience that's one of the reasons why Wudek knocked it out of the park with the golem is like you know yep. that it's a very golem soundtrack. Golem esque is the term I believe mm-hmm. you're meaning to use. Yeah, no, it, it's it's. I, I mean, it's just I would have liked something. Yeah, you know? I don't know. And also, just I don't know why you know the the Kino edition of the golem had like three or four different options. And you'd say that the Golem is probably significantly lesser known than Haxon. I would assume. I mean, you can't get anybody. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of people, even if it's, like, sort of like a minor artist you'd find, like, online. I mean, it seems like Wudek's not very popular. Yeah, that that's that's sort of what I get. Yeah, I can't even like, find a, a Wikipedia page for this guy. I mean, how much do you have to pay, like, a smaller artist to try and do a... I'm not saying get Philip Glass or some... Mm-hmm. Somebody like that on it, or fill up me ass. I fill up, but you know, get yes. somebody. Yes, uh, I don't know. It's it's just weird that they would just sort of. It, I don't know. This is just me getting mad at Criterion at this point that they're just sort of, you know, mm-hmm. sort of having this pretension of like here's them, here's this film, and uh, yeah, I mean that's you know, I feel bleh. like that's Criterion's attitude towards a lot of stuff now. Is like it's more important that they have the movie out than. It is is to give a movie what it's due, you know, or to, like, give it a proper uh, uh, presentation. 
Yeah, it I feels feel like, like they've been skimping out on that. Every now and then, you know, and it's maybe because I've just only had the best ones, you mm. know, so far. But it, yeah, it's like you know, you get great ones. Mm-hmm. You know what? What's some of the best? Uh, Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai. Awesome. Hard Day's Night was a great yeah release. Yeah. Um, mm. Rushmore's pretty good. Yeah, Rushmore's good for like one of the the standard. Yeah, more mainstream. They've but got this, they've got good ones, which are yeah. I guess the more popular. But this, the you know, every now and then they'll have one like this that feels like it feels a little skimpy. Like it feels yeah. like a little you know bare bones. Yeah, and it's kind of like you know I'm paying the same price for this as everything else. And it's a little bit like mm. mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, for like kino movies, you're getting a movie and like you know the you feel the package and it's like it doesn't feel like anything special. You know, it just feels like a thin, you know, standard Blu-ray case, but you open it up and you put the disc in and it's like, wow, this is like a rich release. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, it's treated, I'm getting to choose what aspect ratio or whatever. Almost too many choices where it's like, okay, just give me the- Yeah, several commentaries and, you know, whatever. It looks nice though. They did a good job restoring it. It looks very good. Yeah, it looks all right. I, I don't know. It like wasn't really tinted. Maybe it was and I just- thought it was like uh like aging to the yeah. film but to me i would have preferred like you know if they just like if it wasn't tinted if it's the case that the movie just wasn't tinted that it's old which i think is the case i wish they would have like just turned off the color mm. so it was like strictly black and white right yeah. because it like gives it like kind of an unnecessarily like m- even more dated quality yeah. That it's just like, you know, the white is replaced with brown. Yeah. <laughs> brown. Brown. Brown bricks. I don't know. I feel like that's not really tampering with the movie itself. If you're starting, I have no idea what it was supposed to look like. If that's like a standard, if black and white was like pure black and white at that point or. I mean, I'm sure it was always tinted by whatever light was being shown through it but Mm. like you know if it's shot on black and white i would prefer it to be just black and white you know i don't want it to be like oh this is a black and white movie but what you're seeing is brown because it's old and it's Mm -hmm. dirty yeah that looks like it's been coated in grease Mm -hmm. Uh. that's just personal preference i guess and that's getting into the more nitpicky part of things but yeah um that has nothing to do with the movie itself really it's just fucking if if fucking Logan can come with a black and white version, <laughs> then maybe an actual black and white movie can come with a black and white. I don't know. I got cheesy ideas, but you, you're a madman. <laughs> You've lost your mind. <laughs> All right, completely true stories. Okay, I think it's my turn. I believe it is my turn. Haxon was made by silly Swedish people, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to get that out there. I thought the movie was okay. I think where this movie shines is the special effects and the crazy characters and costumes that are in it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, it is just almost, it almost seems like something that you'd be shown in school or something because it's just, it gets dry at some parts where it's just like, this is what happened. Here are pictures of things people drew. And, you know, that's not necessarily its fault for not being overly entertaining every second, but. You know, I've got to dock some points because, like, you know, why else would you be watching this <laughs> if, right, if, yeah. if not to be entertained? So, yeah, as it is, I'm probably going to give this a uh, 
5.5 to a light 6 mm. out of 10. Um, it was a little bit of a chore to sit through. I'm yeah. not going to act like, you know, this is like the greatest silent movie and you shouldn't show it to your friends who love uh, The Thing. Yeah. You know, John Carpenter's The Thing. You know, those people who say, like, I love horror movies. Yeah. I love cult indie horror movies. Yeah, Very like, little known stuff like, like John the Carpenter's The and Thing. Halloween. Halloween. Uh, and Alien. <laughs> very, you know, sort of indie kind of cult movies. Yeah. Yeah. People who like those movies would probably not be a fan of Haxon. Have you heard of The Evil Dead? <laughs> Have you heard of that? Either that or they would force themselves to be like, that was badass, bro. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. Um, Go but on. if any of people, any of those people are listening, we don't mean that. Mm-hmm. And stop listening. Yes. Uh, are you done? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said towards the beginning it's hard to criticize this because it's i mean it's not trying to do anything other than that tell people it's just literally doing what it's trying to do i'll tell you about witches and it seems like some effort is being put in to you know edit and be entertaining to some extent and there's some cool design cool ideas cool composition looks okay um but it like you said it was like it was kind of painful to sit through and it's like it's one of these Criterion releases where it's like this is more of a historical document than a piece of entertainment. I don't know. It's just doing what it's trying to do and telling you things, and it does some cool stuff, but it's hard to sit through. It's a, it's pretty much a chore. Yeah, this is one of those Criterion releases where it's like you know maybe it's not entertaining, but it's more than anything just a historical document. Mm-hmm. Just like it's cool that this thing still exists, you know, despite you know all you know against all odds, like many silent films, yeah, or unlike a lot of silent films, it survived to this day, you know, and now we don't just have you know secondhand accounts of of what is in the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna bullshit and say like I liked this. I enjoyed this. Because if you do that, you're an asshole, and I'm going to beat you up after school. Mm-hmm. And you're a liar. And you're a liar, and I love you, and I'm going to go home and cook dinner with you when I come home tonight. Five out of ten. Meaning neutral. Join us two days from now in the month of October <laughs> for whatever happened to Aunt Alice. Oh. <gasps>